Good morning and welcome to Wake Up with Marcy. It's time to be inspired, empowered, and get educated with stories of hope, celebrity inspiration, education, and resources. Just a reminder that my book, Chaos to Clarity, Seeing the Signs and Breaking the Cycles, is available for pre-order on Amazon. It is a memoir self-help book, and my book helps you to see the signs and break the harmful patterns in your life and pave a new path to recovery. The road of recovery, whichever one you take, is one of giving yourself over, not to a domineering power, but to the one of nurturing. So I hope my book helps you. I'm so excited. It's going to be out in May. But let's get to my guest. I'm really excited about my guest. We first meet TV personality Lala Kent from Bravo TV's hit show, Vanderpump Rules. She is here to tell us about her new book, Give Them Lala. And she's also going to tell us about her road and her journey through sobriety, how it has changed her life, and how being a mother is the best thing that's ever happened to her. She's also now an entrepreneur. She's got three brands she's going to tell us about. So I'm super excited to have Lala Kent on the show. We then meet Maggie Doyne, co-founder and CEO of Blink Now and author of Between the Mountain and the Sky. Maggie is from New Jersey and she went to Nepal when she was 19 and her venture changed her life. I am so excited to tell about her story and how she is helping those in Nepal, the children in Nepal, to change their lives. Then we are transported to the San Diego Zoo, and we will see the Explorers Base Camp designed to bring guests and their families up close to nature. We will meet Rick Schwartz, ambassador for the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Explorers Base Camp, and Paul Barabal, president and CEO of San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. They also share with us a cute little animal ambassador, so you won't want to miss it. Now let's meet these incredibly inspirational guests and get educated so we can change our lives and live a happy one. Next up, I have Lala Kent on the show. I'm so excited to have you, Lala. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. I am too. And you know what? To talk about your recovery journey and your book. I just got through reading it, an incredible book. You were so open and raw. So first of all, let's, let's talk about how it was for you to write this book. The writing process was amazing. And I got to revisit so many moments of like my childhood and it was therapeutic and just venturing into when I was drinking or when my dad passed away. And there were so many moments that I would sit there and battle, like, do I put this in? Am I sharing too much? But the goal was always the same. If I can get one person to read this and feel less alone, then I've accomplished everything I've wanted and more. And I did have many people say, I don't think you're going to get the response that you think you're going to get with some of these stories. And I said, I do not care. There's someone somewhere that's going to read this and feel like they have someone to, to look at and go, okay, she knows what I'm going through. And that was my only goal from the start. 
That's incredible because believe me, there's a lot of people out there that can relate. And, you know, you're always going to have someone that tries to discourage you, but you were guided to do this. And, you know, you, you spoke from the heart. And so let's talk about, I want to talk about some of the things that you did bring up in the book. And I think this will help other people. So I know you were having fun and you were drinking and you were able to, you know, pick up, pick up a drink or put it down. Right. But when your father passed away, you, you experienced such grief Mm -hmm. and this is what pushed you over. And this is how you dealt with his grief. So let's talk about that a little bit. And did you ever recover during that time uh, from your drinking or just did it continue? So I, I'm the type of person that believes that alcoholism is a progressive disease. And mm-hmm. I think there were many things in my life, big or small, that put me on a path to becoming an alcoholic. When my dad passed away, it was from the moment I woke up to the time that I passed out, we were mm-hmm. drinking because losing my dad was the greatest loss. You know, I was so close to him and I just felt in that moment, my world had crumbled and I Mm -hmm. didn't have the tools to deal with it. And I, I continue drinking and it's so interesting. I'm very into the universe and my higher power. And I, I have really had a profound understanding of my higher power since getting sober. And my last drink was exactly six months to the day of my dad's passing. And I just remember waking up. I hadn't, I hadn't grieved properly because I didn't know Mm -hmm. how to, I was numbing, but I wasn't dealing with the fact that my, the king of my family was no longer, he was just a memory. Mm -hmm. And I just woke up on October 22nd and I felt my dad with me and I knew I'm taking my life back right now because I have the power to do that. And I'm admitting that I'm powerless over alcohol and I'm turning it over to something more powerful than I am. And I haven't had a drink since. And it's every day. I, I, it's every day I have to put work into my sobriety, but it comes before everything comes before my daughter comes before my family because without it, I am not a productive human being and I'm worthless to everyone around me. And that's Mm -hmm. why it was so important to share these crazy stories in this book that a lot of people read and they're like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. But so many people around me were saying, you're not an alcoholic. I don't understand. And I'm like, we need to share what I do when I'm under the influence because it's not normal. It's a huge decision. Um, But I mean, you are you are a true example of the gifts and the spirituality that are given through sobriety. So, yeah. And so, and congratulations. Let's talk about that baby ocean. How, how exciting. Did she just turn one? She just turned one on March 15th. Oh my goodness. How precious. I know. So how is, how's ocean doing? Oh, birthday. Thank you. We had, a fantastic birthday. I know she won't remember it, but I remember it. And I can't wait to show her pictures. Like I am not great at putting birthdays together or any party for that matter. 
And uh-huh. with a lot of help, we pulled it off. You know, she's she's the best thing that's ever happened to me. And everything that I do now, I do for her. And every decision mm-hmm. I make, she's she's the first person I think about. Yeah. And yeah, Happy she and I got very incredible. Lucky. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. And just to watch her, you know, I look back, it was her birthday and I looked back on photos of when she was just brand new. And I got so sad because I couldn't believe that it had gone by so quickly. But then I see her in the little person she's becoming and I'm like, oh my gosh, there's so much to look forward to. So let's talk about your experience in reality television. And, you know, Lala was born. And so Lala versus Lauren. And what was that experience like for you? And you were so open about it in your book, which is incredible. But what could you tell us that people that don't know, how did that change you? Well, you know, I was, I grew up in Salt Lake City, Utah, and I was always, you know, Lauren Burningham and like, people around me understood like my sense of humor and that I clapped back. And it was, it was never something that I battled with people as far as like defending who I am. And then I step onto Vanderpump rules and all of the sudden everyone has an issue with who I am and who I've been for a long time. And I, Mm -hmm. I just, if I, if I was going to survive in this and keep in mind, I've always wanted to be in entertainment. I did not picture myself on reality TV, but I like being in front of a camera. And I, I knew that there was no other path for me because I wasn't interested in anything else. And so when I step onto this show and I'm like, there's nowhere else for me to go. This, this is it. This is what you want. You, you, gone back home before you've done the, you know, the college thing, you don't want to do it. So I almost had Mm -hmm. to become, be myself, but put a shell over me, which is where Lala kind of came to be, because I'm telling you what these people would have, you know, eaten me for lunch had I just been Lauren from Utah. So I, I encourage everybody, whether you're stepping into an interview or, you know, even if you're going on a date, like, Try to take all of the pieces where you feel confident and beautiful and no one can break you, even if that has to be like a little alter ego, and then save those sensitive pieces when people deserve it. Yeah, that's great advice. Thank you. So let's talk about some great things that are going on for you, Miss Entrepreneur. You've got uh, Give Them Lala Beauty, Skin, and Baby. So tell us about that experience and about each one of these lines. I started Give Them Lala Beauty almost six years ago. I always knew that nothing lasts forever as far as the show that I'm on. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted something that I could potentially build into something great and have forever, no matter if I'm on TV or not. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it did, it did really well. And just like most of us, once we get a little bit of something, we always want more. And we ventured into skin, which has been great. And then the second I found out I was pregnant, I was like, this makes sense. My friend from back home, who I've been friends with since the time we were born, um, has always wanted to start a baby line. And it never made sense because I didn't have children. So I called her and said, 
let's start a little family business. And here we are providing all the basics for your little ones. (laughs) I would love for you to just give a little inspiration to someone that's out there that maybe is on the fence. Do I need help? Do I not need help? What could you say to them? Ooh, I feel like if you're ever on the fence, I know sobriety can be a very intimidating life choice. I would pick up the big book. I'm in the program. I think it's amazing. Um, And just start highlighting things that resonate with you. And that'll give you your answer, but give sobriety a chance because I wish I could show people like they're, they're a little glass ball of what I know. your future holds, because even though life will still happen, it's manageable and that's worth everything. Yeah. I think, I think we are the magic mirror when we show how we're li- living, we're helping mm-hmm. others through that. I, so, yeah. So Lala, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been an honor having you and thank you for sharing and good luck with the book. It's awesome. Guys, you got to get out there and read it. Thank you so much for having me. Have a great day. You too, Lala. Bye-bye. Next up, we meet Maggie Doyle, author of Between the Mountain and the Sky. I'm excited to now welcome Maggie Doyle co-founder and CEO of Blink Now and author of Between the Mountain and the Sky. Hi, Maggie. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Marcy. I'm so excited. It's book launch week. (laughs) (laughs) I know you're there in New York. So exciting that you have the book launch happening. So I'm glad you could take a few minutes and share your story with us. Oh, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for the opportunity. Thank you. It's so exciting. So you have quite a story. When you went to nine, when you were 19, you went to Nepal and life changed for you. So tell us what happened there. I took a gap year just wanting to travel and have fun, uh, thinking I was going to go right back to college. And at the very last minute, um, I ended up in northwestern Nepal. And I came upon a riverbed where children were breaking rocks to survive. And they were selling rocks for about a dollar at the end of the day. And I decided that um, I wanted to stay. I wanted to work with the community on enrolling children into school. And unexpectedly, I also became a mother to 58 adoptive children. (laughs) That is, okay. So how do you make a decision to do that? And how did your parents feel about it? You're, you're from New Jersey. So what happened? <laughs> Born and bred. Yeah, I, um, I am from New Jersey. I grew up in the suburbs. Like, yeah, it was a complete unexpected turn. And I had to call them and ask them to wire me my babysitting money because that was all I had. And Um, But the community was so fired up. Everyone's greatest wish was to go to school to help in post-war recovery efforts. Because as Mm -hmm. you know, war just wreaks havoc on women and children. And so it was a wonderful time to get into Nepal, work with the women, work with the children, work with everybody together, build a team and create change. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it was wonderful. Yeah. 
So now you're creating even more change, right? With Blink Now. So tell us about that, your nonprofit. So we run the Blink Now Foundation, and we're all about changing the world in the blink of an eye and creating a world where every child is safe and educated and loved. And we believe that when children are given their most basic needs and human rights, that that will be the end of poverty and cycles of violence in our world. It's so basic and so true. Mm -hmm. That's incredible. I um, just to share a little bit, uh, I myself help with the children in Uganda, the orphans, and I so desperately want to go there. So I just, it, I, I just am in awe of what you have done and uh, the you. difference that you're making. And I, and I know the children, they, they just must love you so much. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're, I really wrote this book for them because I wanted them to have a piece of our history as a family of love letters for them. And I wanted to share the model for orphan care and how we need to do better for our children of the world. And so they've been reading the book this week, which is the best part, getting their reviews and their excitement and just like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I didn't know that story or this story. And that's been everything. That's been everything to me. It's the whole reason why Incredible. I wrote the book in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about the pandemic and how it's intensified what is happening to the world's children. Yeah, Marcy, we're looking at a major backslide when it comes to issues that we've been progressing so well on. We're talking about education, women's rights, violence against women, hunger, early marriage. These are all going to be so disproportionately affected by children in the rest of the world, especially children who couldn't, you know, school is the safe haven for children. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. when we had to shut down schools, that meant that we lost a safety net for hundreds of millions of children in the world. And it's going to take us a long time to recover from this. And we've been seeing that on the front lines, up close and personal. When you lose migrant work or daily wage labor, or like tourism industry in a country like Nepal with the Himalayas, yeah. there are such serious consequences. Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about some of the challenges that you're facing right now with your nonprofit. Well, I mean, there's just so many good causes in the world and we had to step up in ways we had to figure out how the kids could learn. We couldn't do Zoom classroom. We didn't have tablets. Our children don't have power in their homes. Mm -hmm. So we were putting together packets. We were mobilizing food banks. We were dealing with the migrant crisis and making sure that the migrant population could get back to work and earning so that there was food on the table. Uh, we've worked harder than we've ever had to work. We've had to step up in bigger ways than we've ever had to step up. And I think... Um, I think this time, I hope, has been a time where we can all come together as a human family for our human family. And we've been trying to do that a lot at Blink now. Yeah. So let's talk about if anybody wants to get involved or a corporate sponsor, Aww. how can they, you know, who knows, who knows out there, who's out there watching and they want to make a difference for the children out there and and uh, look at, you know, more information for a Blink now and how they can get involved. Oh, please follow our journey, blinknow.org. We're on social media everywhere and our website. And you can follow along. You can get involved. We're making big changes in the world. And we'd love to grow and expand our team of supporters. So thank you. 
Well, Maggie, thank you for so much for what you do and for coming on the show. Thanks for sharing our work. It means the world to us. Next, we are transported to the San Diego Zoo. We learn about the new Wildlife Explorers Base Camp. We are about to be transported to habitats from all over the world. We will head out now to the Wildlife Explorers Base Camp at the world-famous San Diego Zoo and join Ambassador Rick Schwartz, along with Paul Barabalt, President and CEO of San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance, as they get set to take us on an amazing journey. Welcome to the show, guys. Well, thanks for having us. Really appreciate it. Oh, I'm so excited to have you guys. I love the San Diego Zoo, and I can't wait to hear what you guys are doing. Absolutely. We're so excited about it. I just want to jump right in. Of course, Wildlife Explorers Base Camp is the largest endeavor the San Diego Zoo has done in its entire history. And we've been around for a while. And we really kind of view this now as a gift back to San Diego and honestly, the world. And this new area, this 3.2 acres, is just chock full of four unique ecosystems along with the animals that reside there as well, giving our guests this opportunity to, to really dive in and be a part of the rainforest or go and explore the marsh meadows or even wander off to desert dunes to see our burrowing owls and our prairie dogs living together or right next door, the fennec fox as well from North Africa. And if they want to even go a little bit further into the wild wood, to interact and play right next to our Kawada Mondays and our squirrel monkeys really getting up close to nature like never before. I love that. I love that. How are they getting so close to nature? Well, really the, the opportunity to immerse people into nature. We have taken a wide variety of different things and kind of put it all together. So, so to go further into it, you know, our tree of dreams is a place where people can climb tree limb to tree limb, cross rope bridges and interact similar to our wildlife in their own habitats. You know, we're taking even a step further. We recognize people learn and interact differently. So we brought in a lot of new technology. So with this technology, our wildlife and these activities, it's really a place where people can start growing more of a passion and empathy for wildlife, which is exactly what is needed. And we recognize of families are creating their own memories while they're here. But we want to make sure when they leave, they understand their important role and how they interact with the ecosystems that they live in as well. I mean, I think it's fair to say the base camp is the place for future conservationists and world changers to really become inspired. So, Paul, I, I would love to know about the importance of creating a habitat like base camp at the San Diego Zoo. Absolutely. As a conservation organization, we are committed to creating allies for wildlife and safeguarding the planet for our children and our children's children. A base camp gives us an opportunity to give these budding explorers the tools and insight that they need to generate a lifelong journey to understanding how to protect wildlife. And through this transformative experience that we get to bring forward here, we get to teach them that together we can drive greater outcomes for wildlife and create a world where all life thrives. That is fantastic. So I am so excited. I think you have a little animal friend over there that we're going to get to meet. We have so, a wildlife ambassador here with you yes. with today with a special guest. Absolutely. <laughs> Good morning, Lisa Martin, wildlife care specialist here with Anza, the California desert tortoise. He's not going to you know, go too fast for us here, but he is an animal that is aptly named after Anza Borrego Deserts, if you're familiar with San Diego. And he is an important part of his ecosystem because the burrows that he digs to help keep himself warm are burrows that other animals use as well. So they are very important for us to protect and certainly something that if you come to Wildlife Explorers Base Camp, you will meet uh, other animals that live 
in his habitat in desert dunes here. So feel free to keep track of all of the fun things that are happening at the base camp. And if you want to plan a trip, visit our website at sandiegozoo.org. It's so fascinating how each one of these animals has a role in the ecosystem to help with other animals, right? So it's just incredible to understand that and to have our children understand that. Absolutely. The more that we can teach them when they're small, they're going to grow into that protector of the planet and our united interconnectedness. Right. So tell us one more time, where can we go for more information and plan that visit to San Diego Zoo? You want to plan a visit to San Diego Zoo, you can visit our website at sandiegozoo.org. And to keep up with all of the fun things happening at the base camp, you can follow our social media feeds. Okay, fantastic. Thank you guys so much for coming on the show. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you all so much for joining me today. What an incredible show. I want to thank Lala Kent, Maggie Doyne, Rick Schwartz, and Paul Barbalt. If you want more information on my guest, go to wakeupwithmarcy.com. I hope you will sign up for my email list and keep updated and empowered through the week. Also, check me out on Instagram at official wakeupwithmarcy underscore. I love to give inspiration through the week. Also, keep you informed of what's going on with the show. Just a reminder again about my book, Chaos to Clarity is on Amazon. And I hope you have an incredible week and I'll see you next weekend. And remember to be kind to yourself and kind to others. See you soon.